The next train to Tangent City departs in one minute. This is an unlimited service that may stop at reviews, spoilers, and swearing. Passengers traveling with young or conservative travel companions are reminded to read the show description before embarking on any journey to Tangent City. It is weird, but like, yeah, so it was, it was all boxed up and it was really nicely all it's a nice cup. Present, presented. And it is, it's a beautiful cup. And it would have been lovely to have drunk coffee out of that cup, but as soon as I saw. Would you keep it as a sticker, decorative item though? No, no that's, that's what That's I've been another using thing it to as, dust. Well, it's, it's a breakfast at Tiffany's mug. And I thought, because Kat was really into it at the time, mm. I thought this would make a great present for us. I'm still into Breakfast at Tiffany's. That movie just speaks volumes. Yeah. I wonder what chemical it is, because it says, warning, the, chemi- the product may contain a chemical known to the state of California to cause cancer, birth defects, and other reproductive harm. Like, so maybe don't put it in a cup. The thing is with um, with California, yeah. is they're really safety conscious, like, Massively safety conscious, like possibly mm. over the top. So yeah, but they've got so place. much smog from all the cars that you breathe the air and it's going to cause cancer. I mean, you can't have like the like constantly sky written in the <laughs> sky. Just this you, air might cause cancer. Is known to cause cancer in the state of California. Because as you're entering, Far as out. you're entering to Disneyland, the happiest place on earth. How many warning signs are there? Uh, there? There is a sign there that says that uh, there, there is... Warning, having fun can cause death. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's, 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 it's basically a sign just saying that uh, you know, there, there's some building materials that have been used within the construction of Disneyland. I suppose asbestos. Uh, yeah, that, that may, may cause cancer. And, and you know, that, that, that is true. I mean, the, the place has been around for over 60 years at this mm. point. So you're guaranteed to have stuff in there that's uh, probably not uh, you know, what you would make things out of today. Most people aren't grabbing hold of the, th- the building material and just taking a big old bite out of it, though. No. Or, no. like, sniffing it like it's cocaine. No, quite You'd like. hope not. <laughs> Accidentally, okay? She's just having too much fun. Exactly. So I'd be laughing. to look it. And my tongue would stick out by accident because I'd be laughing a lot. Goodness Sorry. me. You know. um, so, so I just had to go get some candy because I thought if we're going to talk about if we're going to talk about movie soundtracks as we were proposing to do, I thought we need to have some candy on the table. Why really? not? Because um, I'm in that but kind of But some people don't like mouth sounds. <sighs> yeah. You know what is so I hate funny? people rattling their packets at the cinemas. I know. Oh, that, that is so shot. funny. I saw um when one of the James Bond films come out a couple of years ago with Daniel Craig, I went with my dad and we were sitting there and about 40 minutes in, this guy was still eating out of his chip packet. <laughs> my dad leans over and he's like, are you going to finish those anytime soon? <laughs> I love your dad. The your guy literally just like, like stopped when he had like chips in his mouth still. He stopped. He slowly rolled up the chip packet, put it down, <laughs> and just sat there. I don't think he moved. I think he kept the chips in his mouth. For the rest of the he film. just let all the saliva soak into it until it, what, there was no crunch left, and then he oh, ate it. It's, you know what? We, we've we've talked before about ASMR, and we've also talked about pimple popping. Yes, I don't know if anyone saw, but I posted on our Tangent City page on Facebook. I found an ASMR of pimple popping. Oh, gross. So I think I may have tagged Cecilia in it. You did. But it was someone who had gotten um, bubble wrap and I guess somehow inserted some creamy looking liquid into into it. And then they were like poking it with a, a needle and then like, 
you know, taking all the pus-looking stuff out. And I was like, this is just beyond seriously. But uh, there you go. So it combines two of our favourite things, me, ASMR, and you pimple popping. Yeah, that's right. So uh, we won't talk about pimple popping though because we have heard You've that it now disturbs. said it four times, but <laughs> disturbs <laughs> some people. And, and plus, the peas really bounce when you say pimple popping. Talking about disturbing people. These are our friend in the UK sent us these wine gums. Are they different to Australian wine gums? I don't think I've ever tasted a wine gum in my entire life. Do they taste like wine? No, but these ones are called mocktails, so they've got Ooh. some different. What flavors are they? They're on the back. Uh, they are uh, strawberry daiquiri, uh, cola, no Cuba libre uh, flavor, and there's Cuba no, libre. So there's no pina colada. Pina in there. colada flavor. Ugh. Yeah, um, as Maynard Bassett's uh, wine gum mocktails. Um, so yeah, thank you very much to Michelle Young for sending us those. They're very, very nice. Thank you. Um, Hopefully, but, um, I don't get a pina colada. Uh, that's a, that's a yellow one. Right, I'll avoid oh, the I just yellow one. the pina colada. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's all like coconutty. I don't know what flavors which one. I guess I'm going to find out. I think out. yours is that's the Cuba Libra. Do you reckon which those is people? Coca-Cola and. <laughs> Do you reckon that the people Rob. in the Pina Colada song, like, Rob. they they were happy that they were both about to cheat on somebody else and they end up cheating on... It, it's a very jovial it's, tune. Yeah, it's, mm. it's weird. Like, you know, the whole song is like, you know, I, I don't like you anymore, so I'm going to go and, like, put a message out to, to cheat on you with someone else. And just the fact that we both happen to like Pina Coladas is the unifying thing in our relationship. So it's, it's very sad. I don't think it's going to last. Yeah. We have to have more in common than alcohol. Yeah. Well, that's actually probably a good song because that song appears on The Sweetest Thing. Oh. It does. Love that. That movie. is a great Carter film. It featured in the uh, Galaxy. Guys of Galaxy. Yeah. It did. Oh, yeah. I feel like it, it probably too. features in a lot of different films, probably. really. It's if, kind if of like the up. pivotal 80s it's a fun movie. Song. It's, a, it's a fun song and it's, uh, yeah. yeah. I suppose that brings us to what we're going to be talking about. Yeah, Which look is at a that. soundtrack. Right, Lewis one, has got food in his mouth. What show are we on? So somebody, somebody introduce the show. So you're listening to Tangent City, which is uh, which is originally designed to talk about pop culture things and um, to incorporate the fact that we can never stay on topic. Um, so you're listening to Rachel, uh, Cecilia and Lewis from um, Unscripted, the film show, and Lewis and Kat from Yay. Diz Down Under. That doesn't mean there's two Lewises. It just means he's multitasking. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, Tangent City. Oh, speaking of tangents, these lifesaver gummies are also very awesome. Oh, they're uh, a bit um, tangy. Yeah. They're, 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 really, they're worth really, a try. And they're, I am concerned that we're eating intro- into um, mics because people have misophonia and I think that's what it's called. Yeah, but I've got like my them. headphones on and I hate people eating. And so as long as you don't smack your lips, you'll be fine. <laughs> Doesn't Lewis do that all the time? Yep. These are... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> These ones. His father also eats with his mouth open and then talks with, while he's got a mouthful of food, and it oh, does I my head he, in. I hope he doesn't listen to this. Don't know, <laughs> but it does my head in. Yeah, close your mouth when you're eating. These people, uh, just saying. the lifesaver gum is a, a cherry, watermelon, Ooh. green apple, strawberry, and orange. And we actually picked these ones up um, during Mickey's Not So Scary last year, and and it was a Halloween thing. So are they American? So, the American, yeah, yeah. Because they the Americans do like their cherry flavored things oh, and yeah. their grape flavored things. They do seem to have a lot of grape flavored things. Because yeah. mm. we, we got that, uh, we got those uh, grape flavored things uh, while oh. trick or treating at uh, Walt Disney World last year. Mm. Yeah. And did you get tricked and treated? 
mostly, mostly treated. treated yeah. yeah, you just yeah. you go to these um they have these like these things set up where they just have like buckets of like bins full of candy and you just walk in there with your bag and they're just like you know take handfuls of candy and dump it in your bag and then you go to the next one and you do take handfuls of candy and dump it in your bag and the nicer you were to the cast members the more candy that you yeah. got and it's, it was quite nice our friend <laughs> they loved it and if you spotted an australian cast member you got double pretty much <laughs> but our friend michelle she she Came out with a kilo or more of candy. What? No, it was it's more than insane. a kilo. What do you do with all that candy? It was something like twelve pounds, wasn't it? She That's... had more than we had combined. Mm. That they would go off before you had the chance to eat them. Surely, no, no. Well, and I... Candy doesn't normally go. Like off. Michelle took hers to work. She yeah, teaches, yeah. and so you know. Some for the staff oh, yeah. room and that kind of thing. I, I took mine to work as children. well. Yeah, I took mine to work as well and have a candy jar at work. Um, and everything, like all the chocolate stuff, went. Just, I had a lot of chocolate stuff. A lot yeah. of that all went. Uh, the only thing that's still left, Skittles. Oh, I love Skittles. <laughs> Do you? Okay, I'll, I'll grab the Skittles and bring Chris, them to you. <laughs> Chris loves Skittles as well. He's, yeah. he's got a thing for it. But, uh, yeah, I'm a chocolate fiend, so I mm. would have eaten all the chocolate. Mm. But I don't know if I would bring them um, if you were a school teacher to the kids uh, or you would and bring them out right at the end of the class. No, no, I, I think that maybe it went to the, the adult people at the school, the teachers, oh, her okay. colleagues. <laughs> that makes more sense. Well, because kids, like, it's so weird Here's with some sugar candy now. Try to learn. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of kids aren't allowed to have sugar. and That's true. Times have changed. I remember yeah. we used to get bribed at school. Like with chocolate. Oh yeah. Really? Like they if you, can't if you do did that something now. good, they'd just hand you like a Milky Way and be like, "Good job." Oh, actually, I think I remember that. Mm. But also, that some schools have a no packaging rule, mm. so it must be completely unpackaged whatever you bring. So that means uh, only homemade uh, muesli bars. But I think they don't. They only do it on one particular day a week because it's it would be pretty hard for most people to do that on yeah. most days. Yeah. Um. So they have a day where it's like uh, package free. So it has to be all. Which is not that hard to do. I mean, you put a couple of pieces of fruit in there, some nuts, you know, sandwich. Bob's your uncle. You allowed to use Glad Wrap? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, that's odd. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just try. I, I, I don't know. Do you know what they need to do? Is uh, they, they you need to get the the like bento box type of uh, yeah. That's what boxes. most of them have now. <coughs> yeah, bento box lunch boxes. Then everything is like sec- segregated into its like little separate. And bit. then you don't need plastic. Yeah, mm. yeah. I took Bryce to dancing the other day, and a whole lot of kids had their little bento boxes with all their little snacks in it. Mm. It was a free dance trial, so I was like. Here you go, because my friend Lauren's a dance teacher for little kids. Oh, cool. And I'm like, go go play with Lauren. Bye-bye. <laughs> so, How'd that work out? Um, he was good as as long as she was nearby, but as soon as she was dealing with some other kid, he was not happy. Oh, dear. So, yeah. Mm. But anyway, let's talk about soundtracks. Let's yeah, do it. Yeah, let's do uh, it. I think it's fairly well known that one of my favourite movies of all time is The Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford, and that film, if you haven't seen it, is exactly what it says it is in the title. <laughs> No surprises. No surprises. (laughs) Um, And the soundtrack to that is by Nick Cave and Warren Ellis, and it is some of the most beautiful music, and I have played it more times than I would even know. It's probably one of the most played soundtracks that I've ever owned. Wow. Just because it's nice to have on in the background because there's obviously no singing. It's just instrumental. Mm. And um, I'd play it before bed or I'd play it at work when I felt like I needed to concentrate and it was just nice music in the background and because I've seen that movie so many times I know what part of the um, Mm -hmm. film it is so if the music is really evocative and you've seen the film a lot it's also a fun way to almost relive the film 
I feel. That's a really cool way to look at it, mm. yeah. Yeah, because I was listening to the soundtrack to Darjeeling Limited in my yeah. car. Mm. Another soundtrack that I've listened to a lot because it's got a lot of Indian films. Yeah, I've listened to it a lot. That's brilliant. And you can sort of relive like some of the moments from the film when you're listening to the soundtrack, which yeah. I love. It is, it is kind of neat. And it's nice, like, you know, you talk about movies um, that have got uh, – sorry, you talk about songs in movies um, that go across different movies as mm. well. I think that's kind of cool. Um, and different memories that you have. So, like, I was mm. listening to the Captain Marvel soundtrack. Um, we play it on the HomePod now. Yeah. Like, we just tell it to play whatever and it just plays it. So, we've discovered a whole world of just, you know, you don't have to own the music. You just yeah. listen to it on Apple Music. And so the I was playing that soundtrack and Hole was on. It was yeah. is it Celebrity Skin the I movie, think so, uh, the yeah. song? And I was listening to that. And as it came to an end, I got Josh Abraham's um, "Addicted to Bass" in my oh, head. Oh yeah, yeah. And I couldn't work out why. And then I remembered that that so Celebrity Skin was on one of the hottest one hundreds. Yeah. And the next song after that was. Addicted to bass. Yeah. And because I used to have the CDs in my car, you'd always know the order. So your mind would automatically go into that mode. It was so weird. So weird. Yeah, I've done that before. And you're like, oh, yeah, I know what's going on here. Yeah, it's just bizarre. It's just like, you know, you sort of train your mind a little bit. But um, I tend to listen to stuff now in random. Mm, I I like just having like just random songs come on. But you're right with the like soundtracks, you almost have to listen to them. Like the well, way that they were them, intended. And I have, now that I've got a kid, I, I've introduced him to Moana at the moment. So Aww. we're listening to, because I, I, I love Smallfoot, but I was getting a bit sick of it. And so we started <laughs> watching Toy Story 2 and then I got sick of that. So now he's watching Moana, which he calls Goanna and Maui. Oh, and cool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So we're listening to that in the car as well. So, But Moana's I, so beautiful it's because so it's, just, it's got such a powerful message. So you've got this little girl who just strives to be her own person mm. and like you know she actually brings everyone back on track and doing so i just think it's so neat and it's got great music not just the the songs like you're welcome but it's actually got you know the um songs in native tongue as well which i absolutely love mm. so yeah i think that that's good sound disney if you get a good soundtrack to a disney film it's it's great to listen to to along to it the person who did the soundtrack for that had something to do with aladdin i've got a weird lynn manuel miranda wrote some of the tracks he wrote um you're welcome and a few other ones oh maybe you're right i thought that there was a tie-in he's got his toe in every um (laughs) so maybe he wrote some of the songs but i remember listening to someone being interviewed and it wasn't lynn manuel miranda it was someone to do and they were talking about Aladdin the musical and how that came to be. Oh, okay. Oh, I wish I could remember the guy's the songs name. in Aladdin the musical, you've actually seen that. Yeah. Are they different to the songs that are in the Disney film? Um, No, they're the same, but I think there was a couple that were added. Okay, because that's yeah. the same as the Lion King mm. um, musical where – it's a lot of the Lion King songs, but there's a few mm-hmm. extra ones. Extras, yeah. And you're like, I don't like your new music. Just play your old music. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much like you that. like your old stuff better than your new stuff. Well, that's interesting because yeah. in the uh, Beauty and the Beast, in the live action version, there was actually, uh, I think, at least one new song or maybe more than one that was there. I think that that's, it's not necessarily a good thing, but the stuff that's going to resonate with people is the old stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like well, the Jungle but, Book. But if you're a kid... 
you may not have seen the original one and that's where it doesn't really matter what songs are mm. in there because they're going to fall in love with all of the songs. Yeah, that's true. So, and again, I, I never saw the original Belle uh, Beauty and the Beast. I only saw the one with Emma Watson. So that's the only one I know. Yeah. But the songs are still familiar because, you know, they're kind of imprinted through osmosis. Yeah, they so, really are, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. But, um, I mean, there's so many. And talking about plays as well and musicals, we've picked up some really good soundtracks, um, you know, f- cast recordings mm. over the mm. years. Once is um, it's both a stage play and a movie, and that had some incredible music in it. Mm. Um, and Begin Again as yeah. well, who's the same director. Yeah. And, that- and Sing Street oh. as well. I've listened to the Sing Street album and the Begin Again album so Ooh, many I times. I re-listened to Sing Street. Oh, really? It's mm. great because you really relive those moments in the film and especially the um, Drive It Like You Stole It song oh, yeah. because you can see – I love how they do that in the movie where it's kind of his imagination of what he wanted the film tr- – um, to look like yeah or the the sound uh, what do you call it the video mm. to video the song mm. and like you know his teacher comes in and he's like doing a cartwheel and then giving them the thumbs up and it's like yeah that's totally something somebody of that age would imagine i love it it's very so cool. and the whole dance scene you know i've i've watched that film a lot <laughs> <laughs> i think i've only seen it once yeah just the cinema oh, We've yeah. got, we actually own it on blu-ray so good yeah. you've only seen it once mm-hmm. I've I watched that and then watched it again, like right after it finished. I watch Begin Again pretty much every time I'm on a plane. Really, I love that. Film that so and much. Chef, Chef. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, with the Mister. Um, and that's got a great that's soundtrack too. Has actually. Oh. I because um, all of that that music. What do you call that Cuban? kind of music? Yeah, yeah. But is there a word for it? A Cajun? No. Um, I, can't I feel like reggae. Is it? No, 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 no. it's um, kind of Cajun, yeah. Cuban, um, anyway, New well, Orleans. It's just it's that, yeah, it's cool just music, really cool, really funky. Mm. And there's a song on there about open sesame, and it's like it's got some really funny lyrics in it. It's just random, oh, some of I it. I do love that. But it just it, it really there's there's something really like Light you say and uh, happy, yeah. yeah. And it just takes you back. And even though that movie goes to a couple of dark places yeah it's it's just really upbeat i freaking love that movie yeah that, and i i think you know we were talking before how people get like oh there's all just comic book movies mate mm. there's not because chef came out a few years ago and it was one of the best films that i've seen in the last few years just i just amazing. i remember that like from the director of iron man yes <laughs> John Favreau, thank you. The, the grilled cheese scene oh, i'm yes. like i want to eat that grilled cheese sandwich i just love watching like all the cooking and oh yeah, yep. yeah, all of it, just all of it, and just when he makes <laughs> that pasta, and you're just like oh, going I'm getting like so hungry now. I'm sorry, <laughs> but you just like, and she's like, you got Scarlett Johansson's yeah. character just like lounged out in this bed. I'm just like going, that is like his version of sex, man. Like look at him plating that up. Like, and there's oh. not much in that pasta. You can do simple pastas because mm-hmm. I cooked one recently, <gasps> and I basically used oil and butter as the um as the sauce and it had some yeah yeah and it had tuna in it and Bryce was just like this is the best thing ever Uh, I'm like yeah because it's got butter in it (laughs) (laughs) that's so cute butter and pasta yum yeah 
Yep. Oh, so yeah. we're talking about food. Yeah, show? apparently we're, 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 we're going to new, new show. Food, this is what happens when I put lollies out. Oh my goodness. The, um, yeah. Oh, sorry. You go. You go. I was just going to say Cameron Crowe's got the great um, soundtracks as well because he's got Almost Famous, which yeah, I've listened to a lot. Elizabeth Town, which has got a great set of music, even if a lot of people didn't like that movie, although I did. So up yours. Um, <laughs> and Vanilla Sky. Vanilla Sky, yeah. Great soundtrack, mm. although I can't listen to that Can We Still Be Friends? I can't listen to it because in the movie he's choking her almost to oh, death really? while that song's playing. Never so seen I the movie, never not heard the soundtrack. listen to that song at all because the disturbance. And there's another song that I can't listen to that's on the Zodiac soundtrack, um, the hurdy gurdy hurdy gurdy her because I'm just it reminds me of Zodiac and you're all looking at me like I'm crazy um but yeah the connection to Zodiac the film and the things that it's done yeah I can't it makes me feel really dirty so I'm like skip skip (laughs) so it's a creepy creepy song I'll have to play it to you after that's why it's good that we don't have to listen to them on tape yeah on tape yeah yeah yeah. I did um I think I sent you guys some uh some clips of the tapes that I found um, when I was doing my media studies because all of my shows were mm-hmm. taped and I was trying to find the good parts and I'm like fast forwarding and I'm like, no, I'm still playing that song. Fast forward. It, it was quite frustrating. <laughs> I don't know frustrating how times. we ever put up with that. But gee, yeah, so I was always into movies because I was like doing movie reviews and stuff. On your own, yeah. I yeah, sounded, that was really good, I that stuff. I sounded so bad, though. It was adorable. No. Oh, it was terrible. But, yeah, keep talking, yeah, about how good I am. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course, it was really sweet. And I think it's really cute that you ended up doing that. I was, um, when we were tidying up, I found this birthday card from my friend Neve, who is a partner in a chocolate shop. Mm, and there was food conversation there was, again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so there was a year that we were both in London at the same time and it happened to be on my birthday. So we went out and um, celebrated and she got me these um, shivers. Is it John Paul Chocolatier? Um, he's a – John Paul Gautier Chocolatier. <laughs> <laughs> and he's in um, London. And so John Paul Young, no, John Young. Oh, anyway. John no, I don't Paul know Young, him. I think, is a singer. Yeah, yeah. I think or so. Is that Maybe Paul it is Young John Paul. and John Young. I don't oh, know. I really John wish Paul's I could remember. <laughs> <laughs> so she got me one of his chocolates for and a birthday. And Johnny Young is a young talenter. <laughs> Sorry. And then the next year um, she was um, hanging out with Sue Lewis and so she – got me some of her chocolates for my birthday and it was a card saying last year it was this and then this year it's Sue Lewis. Um, maybe next year it'll be Neve Mangan chocolates and by the next year she was actually a partner in the shop. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like bizarre. So amazing. Yeah. I um, Before I left home, I took a photo of some CDs that um, of my soundtracks. Oh, yeah. And one of them is Cruel Intentions. Oh, that's a good one. It's on my soundtracks playlist yeah, on same. my phone. And same. you know what? As I was driving here, the Verve came on. No, oh, that's a beautiful. Sweet. And I'm just like, can imagine Reese Witherspoon driving his car. Oh. Screw you, um, whatever your name was. Ryan Felipe? <laughs> no, no, the sister. I can't remember what her name was. Oh, Catherine. 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 Yeah, you can't trust yeah, a Catherine. No, Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> at least you don't have the necklace with the, uh, the cocaine, the cocaine, in, the cocaine in, it. in it. Or the cross. do I? <laughs> it was a cross necklace. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, they went to a Catholic school. Mm. And Jeez, that was like, a good film. It's a great film. Well, was it based again, on Dangerous Liaison? Yeah, yeah, it's a book. A very hard read if oh, you ever really? tried. I never went there. <laughs> Oh, what else have you got in your picture of Joy? Uh, so, Heavenly Creatures. I, I don't thought know. that was Dawson's oh. Creek for a second. I, I, actually, I do have both <laughs> Dawson's Creek soundtracks. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't include it in this photo, but Heavenly Creatures, there's a lot of opera in it and a lot of music from the 50s. And some of those, that, that soundtrack in particular makes me relive the movie. So, that's why I enjoy listening to it. Have you seen heavenly creatures anyone sounds familiar kate winslet and um oh i forget her name but it was her first movie and then she was in three and a half men and a whole bunch of other things she's in three and a half men as rose like the weird neighbor oh Oh, yeah that's killing me i love her but anyway it was kate winslet's first movie it's a peter jackson two and a half men oh whatever two and a half men (laughs) sorry i was thinking three men and a baby (laughs) (laughs) but um three men and half a baby (laughs) oh god call the police <laughs> that was the horror version. <laughs> the horror and, spoof. And three and half, uh, three and a half men and a lady is the porn version. <laughs> oh, a version oh, for every audience. Uh, oh, Go dear. back to heavenly creatures. Uh, so it's, um, in 1954, Christchurch, New England. This is uh, New Zealand. Sorry, based on a true story. These two girls um, found each other. They're about 14, and they're best of friends to the point where their friendship is probably getting a little too close. And there are some lesbian things that go on, but it depends whose story you actually believe, whether that's real or not, or whether that was the parents freaking out, thinking they're friendship was too close uh, their parents decide they're going to separate them mm-hmm. and um they get annoyed with that so they kill one of them with a brick in a stocking so Ooh. it's based on a true story set in 1954 and they're obsessed with mario lanza the opera singer yeah so um and they're also obsessed with um like these clay making clay figurines and horses and they create this whole story about um you know this other fantasy world and it's quite in depth and there is a scene where they're having a bath together mm. and you can see Kate Winslet's nipples. I don't know why I need to share that with you. but I think it's important that people know about it. I, I saw that movie so many times. I love it. It's really weird. I think that I went for a tramp. I don't know whether you were there, Lewis, or not, when we went up to Side of the Kiwi. And I think that there was something to do with that movie up there. I remember... Um, In Christchurch? Yeah. yeah. There's something Possibly. to do with... Like, it might have mm. been where... Went near where they did it or yeah, something? Yeah, because there was a – they basically they ha- they went to some foresty kind yeah, of track see, area. Yeah. Remember we went up and we went up to a cafe? You probably yeah. don't remember traveling Was there a there. cafe down yeah. the bottom? Yeah. yeah. so they went there. They had scones and then they went for a walk in the forest. And so the, the chick – um, they were basically basically arrested and because they're like, oh, she whoops, she <laughs> fell on a rock and her head just kept bumping on the rock. Oh no! Yeah, no, that's not true. She definitely yeah. got beaten. But anyway, the the Kate Winslet's uh, the lady that Kate Winslet plays mm. actually is now a uh, writer of like crime novels oh. and stuff like fictional crime novels wow. and she doesn't ever talk about it she changed her name i don't know what happened to the other lady but mm. it's a full-on story wow, and, the, and the music from that just reminds me of scenes from that film i've got 500 days of summer oh, which yep. i is a great soundtrack not a 
great film. We loved it the first time we watched we did. it. And then we bought it and watched it again. And we were just like, what on earth were we on? It was not a very good film. No. Um, Do you think it just worked at 10 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday when we saw maybe, it? Maybe. Because there's because whenever I hear that song by Hall & Oates, I just see the, the little dance party that they have so yeah. another a, another really great soundtrack and it's got please please me on uh, not please please me um the smith song uh please please nah, nah, that i couldn't tell you the name of the title get what i want and it's <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> and just to go back that particular smith song the instrumental version is what they use in ferris bueller's day off when he's walking through the um oh the art gallery but anyway uh i've got american graffiti bunch of uh, 50 songs um almost famous and brand new day which is the um australian film um, oh gorgeous yeah yeah with jessica malboy in it and um yeah good song Mm. yeah i really wish like Uh, i I understand why there are um there are music rights and things but i could totally play a lot of those songs under this because it's so good it is yeah um one that i was thinking about was the friends soundtrack because um i don't know whether you ever listened to that cd but it would have songs and in between the songs would be like little talking bits from the show that's kind of cool it was kind of cool and like every time i listen to it it takes you back to that series like particularly the early um early stages of it and it was just it was just neat and it had like the um the snowman song and stuff like that from Phoebe. Oh. Just like random little bits. I did buy the single for the um the that song, the oh. theme. The yeah. Rembrandts? Yeah. Yes. Yes. The, yeah. I think so. Yeah, and I yeah. also bought, uh, bought the single for the Party of Five um, oh. song, oh. which I can't remember now. Oh, no, maybe that was the Rembrandts. No, um, I think the Rembrandts. Everybody wants to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was Closer it? Closer to free. Yeah, that's definitely Party of Five. And yeah, I, bought that. I can't remember who sang it that's terrible they changed that song because i remember re-watching party of five i started it anyway oh god it's tedious towards it is like you get anyway so depressing oh yeah and you're just like oh really like we like depressing stuff when we were that age yeah probably (laughs) everything was so angsty like you know dawson's Dawson's creek Creek. (laughs) yeah yeah and they used all these words that we didn't know the meaning of and you're like how are you 15 and know what discombobulated means Stop yeah. it. <laughs> it's a bit weird. They're all just like 30-year-olds in 16-year-old bodies. I know, which was – well, they weren't. They were 30-year-olds in 30-year-old bodies playing 16-year-olds. That was 90210. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> oh, Luke Perry. I know. It, it's funny, these angsty TV shows, because there's that show, This Is Us, and I was really into it for the first two seasons, and then I was like, oh, this is just – this is depressing. Every episode is like too full on. Oh, I've never seen it's it. It's third season. It's, yeah. Anyway, moving on, soundtracks. Well, soundtracks. talking about the soundtracks where they had bits of the movie in it, uh, I remember the Pulp Fiction soundtrack was, yeah. was like yes. that as well. Oh, my goodness. Mm. I used to play that endlessly when I worked in the donut store. Mm. We used to play that in the morning and it had some, like, <laughs> Sorry, just that red stead. You worked in the donut store? I worked, yes. There's oh, actually, so much. No, the I do remember that. You don't know about me, a guy could probably fill a book with. Apparently. But, <laughs> <laughs> you were quite shocked the other day. Um, but Bagpipes. Yep. And so we used to play that in the morning because, like, you'd get in about 5 o'clock to start baking. And so we'd just have that playing just to try and wake ourselves up and drink coffee. And, you know, you couldn't play it during the day yeah. while customers were around. You had to have the stupid shopping centre music, whatever. <laughs> 
But yeah, so that that got a lot of um, airtime. Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels has also got bits from the movie in it. Great soundtrack. Layer Cake as well. That's got a really good soundtrack. Layer Cake. Do you remember Layer Cake? That's quite a recent film. And when I say recent, not like... like, Yeah, it's like 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, (laughs) that's quite a recent though, like in in retrospect when you think about things. I don't know that movie at all. Daniel Craig. uh, Yeah, that's right. It was a film basically that got in the James Bond part. Yeah, it's got a, has it got a yellow cover? I feel like yellow. Yeah, is coming to I think mind. yellow. We, I used to play something. layer cake uh, when we used to play music on uh, funky films, which mm. became unscripted. It had that Blue Monday, yeah, Harley um, yeah. yeah. edit. I used to play oh. it all the time, all the time. Yeah, no good. good oh, one. there it is, Sienna Miller. Michael Gambon. Oh, that's right, Sienna, Sienna Miller. Miller. Yeah. I was trying to think of the chick that was there in that go. film. He's got a gun in ah. it. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's Reality right. Bites was also a soundtrack yes. that I played endlessly. Yeah. And I I got quite annoyed when I went on to, to buy it, like, to listen to it on my phone. Mm. They don't actually have it in existence. It's not oh. there. Can't you oh, just I've got the, the CD, CD and, and burn it to your phone? Like- I have it in cassette. For <laughs> <laughs> our CD if you want. <laughs> and then you, that'll, yeah, that'll fix it up for you. Yeah, it, it. it might be on Spotify. I don't know. I'll have to check it out. But it had that terrible mm. Ethan Hawke song on it as well. Oh, which yeah. did. I didn't skip. I had to fast forward. <laughs> <laughs> so you knew exactly what the count was to yeah. hold the fast forward button down yeah, yeah, on. Yeah, <laughs> no. but it had that Lisa Loeb song on it. Oh, stay. Yeah, yeah. I love that song. Best songs ever. Yeah. And then she became an actress. <laughs> yeah, but she didn't really – did she do much? She played a mum of somebody in um, that zombie film that I was obsessed with, uh, not zombie film, vampire film that was in 3D. Oh, uh, Friday Night. Oh, I just like, I went to Friday – okay, it is Friday Night. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was oh, was she the mum? She was – well, Tony Collette was his mum, and she, then she was the mum of uh, McLovin. Yeah, that she was McLovin. <laughs> don't think that was his name in that film. <laughs> Everyone just knows him as McLovin. It's anyway. just easier. It his is easier. Point of reference. Yeah, yeah, Christopher. Yeah. I'm not going to remember your last name. Sorry, I can barely uh, remember my that's own. That's funny. Um, I love the soundtrack to Drive, which is the Ryan Gosling film. Oh yes, it's a good one, and because that's quite a noiry kind of film, there's a lot of scenes which songs remind me of certain parts. But um, the other good thing with soundtracks is you don't necessarily have to love the film, but you can walk away and be like, "Oh, that was an awesome soundtrack." And one film was Marie Antoinette, the um yes. one with um Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, didn't necessarily love that film, but that soundtrack is really trippy. Like if you put that on, it kind of it's really cool to I listen to. I don't think I've uh, re- even remember seeing that film. Sophia I know Coppola. I, I didn't. I did no. definitely see it. Yeah. But it was one of those films that I just watched it and forgot it oh, as wow. soon as I saw it. No, I've watched it multiple times. It's not, a, it's not a bad like, film, but I, I think I appreciate the soundtrack in that film more. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah. And also High Fidelity. Yeah, um, of course. Gross yeah. Point Blank, which has also got John Cusack mm-hmm. in it, but that's a great soundtrack. And There's a there's – a, um, a theory that the um, the uh, say anything high fidelity and gross, gross point, point blank, blank are versions of the same character. I'm like, trying to piece that together though. I know it's you'll hard. have to do it afterwards. I'll have to do it's that quite after. complicated. Because I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed with all those films. So mm. I'm going to try and piece that together. But um, because Train gross- Spotting. Is Train Spotting is good. Great soundtrack. Good, Train one and two. One and two is good. Oh, I didn't see the second Number one. Number two, I reckon, has got the better soundtrack, personally, for me. Because that didn't come out until recently, did That's it? That's recent. Year, yeah. yeah. Was it last year? No. It was no, probably 2017. Yeah. 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 I like it. Probably. I don't know. Um, 
And I also love Detroit Rock City, the soundtrack. Uh-huh. And it's because it's not just yeah. Kiss songs either. It's got songs from that era in it. Mm. So. Mm. The, um, the one that's kind of weird in terms of the era of music that it's got in it is Juno. And oh, I really liked yeah. that one. I liked hearing about how it came about. So Jason Reitman sat down with Ellen Page and said, so, you know, the character, what kind of music does she listen to? And oh. they just went through all that stuff. So that's how they ended up with like the moldy peaches and just that's like, kind some of really, really cool. Quirky. Yeah. You've got to love the moldy peaches singing about poop in the pants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I remember <laughs> actually, I, I was playing that because I was obsessed with that soundtrack. And my mum's like, what did she just say? Uh, shook a little turd out of the bottom of my pants. It's yeah. just like the best line and most <laughs> random line like when you just like you kind of just sing along and then you're like going Ew. and then you think about the reality of it just not don't, pretty at all uh, 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 don't uh, do that terrible uh, i could say pitch perfect soundtracks but you know that's a bit of a cheat mm-hmm. yeah in a way but i mean that and those... moulin rouge yeah moulin well. rouge is a good one. Ooh, it's a great oh, wait, one how uh, we not really mentioned it before, um, other than briefly, Guardians of the Galaxy. Hello. Mm. Oh, I could Volume go through all of the movies, all of the Marvel yeah. Cinematic Universe movies have got incredible soundtracks. I mean, even like the uh, the Iron Man film with that, uh, the ACDC song. Yep. It's like, oh, just yeah. Just gold. And then that- uh, Thor Ragnarok mm. with the immigrant it's, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And uh, um, School of Rock as well. Like, it's a good one. They mm. use the immigrant song mm. really well. And I just can imagine. I just, all I see is Jack Black in the van going, ah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually, I loved in uh, Captain Marvel when they used the, uh, when uh, she has like all the powers, everything like that. And then they play the I'm Just a Girl song. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's that was up. the most clunky use of a movie, um, a film, a film, a song in a movie ever. I loved it. I have to rewatch that because I remember you saying that, and I think maybe I just liked it because I really liked that song, but I need to Mm. rewatch. I think that as a song, they needed something with a little bit more depth to it for that scene. Mm. It was just not like I think that they would have been better off playing um, Celebrity Skin during that bit. I hate that song. I I just hate Hole. Really? I don't, don't like any of her stuff. Oh, wow. Sorry. Whoops. Is there any like uh, soundtracks where you've you've seen the film and you've just got to go out straight away and buy the soundtrack? Because lots. Cause with, <laughs> oh yeah. With me, um, obviously the Disney ones. Like when I uh, saw saw Frozen and Moana, I, uh, Frozen Moana, and there was another one. Uh, I just had to get the, the soundtrack. Mary Poppins away. Returns. Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins Returns. Yeah. I was yeah. downloading it and listening to it as soon as on we the left drive the home. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, I've I've done that a lot and I actually own that's not even the start of my soundtrack list. There were lots. I got rid of a lot of CDs at some point, but I that was my main like where I'd go to because when you think about it, you've got a really good mix of music like the Forrest Gump soundtrack for instance. Yes. That was a four um well that was two cassettes with four sides. Um or two it was a double discer. But I <laughs> I have the cassette and the disc. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of neat. I like it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was a soundtrack person always. Yeah, I love soundtracks. Anything. Um, recently, Hearts Beat Loud, um, yeah. Anna and the Apocalypse. Like, those are recent oh, ones that yeah. I've bought. But um, funny is that Pet Cemetery, the remake, has just come out. Mm. And there was a song by the Ramones, Pet Cemetery, which they made just for that movie. Um, which is an awesome song. I don't know it if is. it's featured in the new one, but it's oh, featured okay. in the older version I was say at, for the, at the end. So that's an awesome song. But there's yeah. TV shows with great soundtracks as well. Absolutely. Like Stranger Things has got a great soundtrack. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, it, it, it goes uh, everywhere. And I had um, on my iPod on shuffle, Buffy the Vampire Slayer will just oh, come up. Oh, yes. Yeah. And I'm like, yep. I can listen to this, right? This is okay to listen to as a song. I, I oh, yeah. definitely have um, the soundtrack for Buffy yeah. as well as the soundtrack to Once More mm. Feel- Feeling. Uh, and I have three different X-Files soundtracks. Really? <laughs> yes. Because one of those has um, Red Right Hand by uh, uh, Nick Cave. It's a good song. Most of the is. songs are really dated. Did you watch? That song hasn't. Peaky Blinders? No. Oh, that song's like the title credit song. It's and such it's just, a good song. Oh, it's brilliant. Um, yeah, Nick Cave, he's a ledge. Yeah, he's good. Did you did you always find like whenever you walk into a uh, like a, a record store or something or like a music store, I would always go straight to the soundtracks. Yep. that was yeah. always my starting. point. It was my go to as well. Mm. Yeah, mm. definitely. And just, I hope, I mean, there's still like JBs in mm. Australia is still around, so you can go and, and do that there. But yeah, it just seems so sad when these practical places go away, so you can't just go and flip through. I know, it's sad, isn't it? Things. But we've got Apple Music, so it's just like, you know. Or Spotify. We're contri- yeah, and we're contributing to it by having those things, mm. so it's we're not really helping. It, it's okay. I still buy physical. <laughs> I well, like even to buy CDs. Yeah. yeah. I like to have hard copies of things. Because eventually, eventually the uh, the robot apocalypse will come, and then it'll be us with the uh, the physical copies. We'll be able to like keep entertaining ourselves. Or we can put cassettes in our top pockets, and someone will shoot us, and it'll hit the cassette, oh, and yeah. we won't die. That's true. I don't yeah. know why that came up in my brain. I feel like that's a thing. I, I don't like- think you know how guns work. <laughs> but people have been saved by mobile phones before. Yeah, but that's a mobile phone's a little bit thicker than the cassette. I'll put uh, I'll put Forrest Gump's d- double cassette in there. Yeah, oh, that might work. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to have to be a really big pocket, yeah. though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Anyone else got any, um, any soundtracks that are special to them? Well, not so much soundtracks, but the um, scores to music uh, to, yeah. to, to movies I, I love as well. And often when I'm at home and I'm you know doing the dishes or something like that, I'll just um, ask Suri to, to play me a uh, score to a particular film. And uh, it's it's always just good to have that on in the background. Um, actually, there are certain songs that have played in movies, and you only you only download that, that particular one song. song. Yeah, mm. I have two songs um, in my phone by a band called Big Pig. One of them is Breakaway, which is from Bill and Ted's. Yep. Well, Breakaway. Mm. And the other one is Hungry Town, which is from Young Einstein, which I'm sorry, has one of the best soundtracks ever. Young Einstein with with um, Yahoo Serious. Oh, gosh. It's got a great soundtrack. Yeah. So, yeah. Actually, A Ghost Story is one too, which is friggin' awesome. Um, it's a hard watch the actual film, <laughs> but the the music is insane. I actually um, – and there's a band who does most of it called Dark Rooms. Oh, okay. Very kind of – there's a lot of just instrumental. Um, oh, it's really, really cool. Well, and this is where, like, I talked about um, the first album I talked about, and then there's stuff like There Will Be Blood, which is a great yes. soundtrack. Mm. There's no, like, singing but- in that. And um, oh, the Tom Hanks – Road to Perdition is another one that's yeah. a fantastic soundtrack. So it doesn't always have to be, um, you know, actual. I mean, like John Williams, look at that. Mm. You could just do a soundtrack of his songs. Oh, goodness, yeah. yeah. Oh, his stuff is so good. It is. So there you go. It's not all about singing. No, Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's just the melody. <laughs> about rhythm and melody. Rhythm and melody. <laughs> and melody. Shall <laughs> 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 we go. go? Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think we're done. 
also, if people want to catch up and um, hear more stuff from you guys, of course, we've got Unscripted, the film show. Also got Diz Down Under. Got another project on on the boil. Hopefully, that's going to be up and running by the time this goes to air. But yeah, yeah we'll see how that goes. Um, but if you want to catch up with those shows, you can head over to thegentlemanofpopculture.com. And um, you can do all the rating and reviewing things that you should be doing on iTunes, please, so more people get to find us. I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know. You're good. Is that that like I'm ready to go? I'm good. (laughs) Good. You're funny. (laughs) That was really random. She hasn't been drinking. I promise. We'll catch you guys next week. Bye. 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 This podcast has been brought to you by the gentlemen of pop culture.